1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 16th edition. Hope everybody had a great Thursday. The Diamondbacks are great. The Nationals helped out a little. Still, uh, the the late, late West Coast games are still kind of wrapping things up here, so not getting as much love at the moment, but you never know if we have their pitching was a mess as expected. Gomber was actually kind of decent. Lyles was kind of decent. If you're in the Slack chat, we made pivots on things. We got a lot of calls, right? Uh, it was a good day overall uh, for some, for, for others, not so much, but that's the beauty of MLB DFS. It's a day-to-day grind. It's, uh, it's always something, and what's going to be something is we have a 14-game slate, 14 games on a Friday. It's like they say nature is healing, baseball is healing. We have a Friday afternoon Wrigley game and a 14-game slate. It's almost like normalcy has hit baseball for the first time this season. Let's just hope everything happens because I already have – four places where weather could get interesting. Uh, Hopefully if that doesn't take place and make us have like a a 10 game slate, which is still fun, but it uh, alters things. As we saw, thanks to the Mets for the second time this season on Thursday morning, they wait until 10 minutes after start time to, instead of just, you know, let's wait, wait it out for a couple hours. Oh, we're just going to postpone the darn thing. Screw it. We're done. So that's always fun. Always fun stuff there. But uh, 14 games, we're going to break it down. I got to eight pitchers. We're going to talk about, I got about eight or nine stacks. I like, we're going to talk some batters. Uh, first look type stuff here. Again, if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at bdintrik. I'll answer them when I can. If it's getting close to lock, I means I'm in the Slack chat, so I'm probably not gonna answer your questions on Twitter. And I'm just gonna—I'm not also gonna list off a bunch of players on Twitter. If you got like specific questions, I'll help you out. Otherwise, come join us in the crew or take notes when you listen to Quick Hits. Um, so check that out if you want to get in the Slack chat. It's free. Just hit me up, give me your email. We'll get you in there. If you can give a rate and review on iTunes for the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. That's kind of the the way that uh, keeps this thing moving. It's free, so if we want to keep things free and not me reading off millions of ads, which might happen sooner than later, I might have a couple here for you pretty soon, actually, but I only read ads to things I like. I don't just go up there and throw a, a bunch of, you know, Cialis commercials out there for you. I, I make sure they're things that I, I'd be interested in using and I enjoy So might have a few coming up for you. But if you're a great review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. Also, if you like to watch the podcast instead of listening to it, rotoballer youtube channel subscribe like share all that good stuff over there check out my written content at rotoballer.com and also bench with bubba if you guys are playing season long fantasy baseball don't miss out on bench with bubba two to three episodes a week uh, always covering the stuff to keep you up to date waiver wires all that good stuff so check it out benched with bubba all kinds of good stuff but just follow me on twitter you'll get the goods there all right everybody 14 games let's get cracking i got nine total so far some Some new pitchers, some things up still in the air that uh, don't have totals yet, but Cardinals, Phillies, total of nine. Indians, Reds, total of nine. Orioles, Rangers, total of nine. Pirates, Brewers, eight and a half. Blue Jays, Royals, eight and a half. Tigers, A's, eight and a half. Astros, Mariners, eight. Dodgers, Padres, eight. So we got some good totals for pitching, some good totals for hitting. It's what we love about these big slates. You get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, everybody's happy. Let's get to the pitching on this slate. You have Jacob DeGrom, $11,000 in Coors Field, dun dun dun. If you want to be contrarian in a GPP, go for it. I'm not going to play him. I'm going to save some cash, go elsewhere. The Rockies bats have been bad. They've been bad, but uh, they've they've got a couple home runs off Urias on Thursday night, which is great. Obviously, Degrom's not Urias, and Urias is not Degrom. It's not Finkel. It's Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Um, definitely different pitchers. But uh, going to Coors Field, I'm just going to avoid it. 11k steep. Like if you can get them for. Nine-something would be talking, but 11K, I'm not paying it. Sorry, DeGrom. Love you, buddy. Uh, Make me happy. Walker Buehler at 10-7, I'm going to pass on as well. I respect the Padres' offense enough, and you never know what they're going to do with Buehler. Could be a good play. I'm actually not playing any 10K pitchers. Scherzer, no. Or or Keedy at 10-1, no. Um, If you want to play these guys in tournaments, sure. I think there's ways to save some cash and still have some very good lineups. So that's the way I'm going about it. You're going to listen to other podcasts and other highly reputable sites they like to go with the chalk, folks or not all the time, but a lot of the times are the big flashy names. So you're going to play those guys. We're going to play the other people. We're going to be different. And we're going to start with Steven Matt's at 9,300 bucks. He might be popular, but I love uh, the fact he's $9,300. That'll turn a lot of people off right out the gate. He's at Kansas city, a team that we saw hit around uh, a lefty on Thursday, but Matt's has been outstanding. It's a guy I've always kind of liked. It's just a matter of the pitch mix with him and locating his heavy sinker. Well, the pitch mix has changed a lot this year. And he's showing it very, very well. He's on six innings in both starts, at least ninety pitches in both starts this year against the Angels and then at Texas, eighteen point seven and thirty one point nine points because he had four and nine strikeouts. So he's been very, very effective going against um, a Kansas City team that we know has a ton of swing and miss, ton of swing and miss. Uh, they're not a patient team. They're either going to put the ball in play or they're going to swing. Like they're not walking a ton unless you're being really, really bad. So I think a guy like Steven Matson, ninety three hundred bucks, has some nice GPP appeal. Zach Eflin. I'm a big Zach Eflin fan. I kind of like the idea of using him on Thursday if the weather was okay because he was a discount. Now he's 8600 bucks at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. Color be intrigued. The Cardinals bats don't overly scare me. You got uh, Eflin at home. Strikeout upside at $8,600 in play for me. Before I go any farther, see if you're still listening, here's the weather I forgot to tell you about. Tampa Bay at the Yankees, blowing out to right field about 11 miles an hour, about 25% chances of rain. Arizona-Washington, wind blowing in from left field at 11 miles an hour. White Sox-Red uh, Sox, Sox, the Battle of the Sox. Wind blowing in from left field at 12 miles an hour, 55% chances of rain. That one's going to be interesting to watch. Toronto-Kansas City, our Stephen Matz matchup, about 50% chances of rain. Keep an eye on that. And then Mets at Rockies-Coors Field, about 20% chances of rain. If that dies off as the evening goes on, I'd be kind of surprised if that one's an issue. The main ones I'm concerned about is Kansas City and Boston. So maybe Steven Matz is even off the radar, off the list when we get going. And you go to Zach Eflin at 8600 bucks, Or we go to our buddy, Disco, Anthony Discofani, 8100 bucks at the Miami Marlins. Um, Disco has been great this year. At San Diego, five innings, one run, uh, four Ks. Last time out against Colorado at home, six innings, no runs, eight Ks. He had 29 points last time, 13 the time before. What I'm liking is pitching has been so nasty this year. Like beyond nasty. Even aces are getting hit. Um, you're gonna have a couple guys a night that'll be really good. Otherwise, it's just a it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. So I'm trying to target guys that I like their floors with their upsides. Discofani's that guy. Miami Marlins bats have been playing really well. There's no hiding that at all. But you got Disco that's limiting damage. He's getting some strikeouts. He's a heavy ground ball pitcher. He's got a two to one ground ball to fly ball ratio in each game so far this year, which is outstanding. He went 94 pitches his last time out, so he's all stretched out, good to go, and 8100 bucks against the Miami Marlins that. Again, an offense that I respect, I'll take my chances in that matchup with Di Scalfani at his price point. Okay, going a little cheaper now, JT Brubaker at the Milwaukee Brewers, $7,500, a Brewers team that is uh, just injured everywhere. Colton Wong's down. Uh, We'll see if Yelich plays. His back's been acting up. Kane's gone uh, for a little bit here. So you got Abby and JBJ playing every day. It's a mess of a team. If you want to attack Brubaker, I get it, but their offense has been super inconsistent, and another team – Striking out a ton, like a lot of strikeouts. You get Brubaker, he's faced the Cubs, and then at Cincinnati, 15 or more points in both games, four or more Ks in both games, good ground ball stuff in both games, giving up one run each in both games with 74 pitches his last time out, 82 the time before. So you expect five to six innings, probably 85 to 90 pitches hopefully against Milwaukee. That should swing and miss a ton. So $7,500 for Brubaker. I'll take my chances in a tournament. This is what I'm talking about. These are the pitchers we have. There's not like the lockdown guys. If 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 DeGrom was at home, I'd pay 11 k for him tomorrow, like out the gate or yesterday or whatever day it was, I'd pay 11 k for it. Um, it's just a matter of I'm not going to pay that much for Coors Field when I want to get bats because there's a lot of great spots to attack bats tonight. So give me these floor pitchers like Brubaker and company that might be able to put me up 20 points, and I'm in. Next up on this list, and this one I think is a big mispricing. I know the matchup's a little terrifying to some, but you say, I say, we say, Kikuchi. $7,200 at home against the Houston Astros. A Houston Astros team that will have to keep an eye on it might be missing some players still because of this little thing called COVID. You heard of it? It's around. Um so they might be got because some of the stories have been its reactions to the vaccine. Some of them are saying it's contact tracing. Some might have it. We don't know. They're not releasing anything. But Jordan Alvarez, um, Altuve, uh, Bregman, uh, you just go down the list. They are missing some big pieces of that team. We saw Michael Fulmer do okay with them. And Kikuchi, the thing with him, he's faced a couple good teams. And he's got the job done. Like the Giants aren't world beaters. They're hitting lefties well. He gave up three runs against the Giants in six teams. but struck out 10. Got to 23 points. He faced the Minnesota Twins in Minnesota. They have this guy called Nelson Cruz, loves hitting lefties. They have they have some decent bats, Miguel Sano strikes out a lot, can smash a lefty. Like they have some bats there. He went six innings, five hits, two runs, six Ks, got you seventeen point three points. I love the floor Kikuchi brings into the action. Any pitcher on any given day can get blown up. So don't come at me with like, oh you said, but no, we have a floor we can picture. There's always a like, there's always a, a hole that can fall out of the bottom of the floor. That's baseball at its finest. But all we can go into is thinking of what floor do they have. Kikuchi is not a $7,200 pitcher on the slate. He's better than JT Brubaker. He could be better than Dees Clefani, the way he's got strikeout upside. I'd even put him up. I'd put him close to Zach Efflin for me. But I'm also biased. Kikuchi's velocity is up. He's been intermixing the pitch mix a lot more. We saw it towards the end of 2020. Um, I love them for season long. We talked about him on bench with Bubba a lot. We've been playing him in DFS. I'm going to keep playing him at this price point. I know Houston's this world beater, but. Even if they have their full lineup, I'm still inclined at this price point because at 7200 bucks, he doesn't have to be great. If he's like 92, you need 25 points or something out of him, you want 25 points out of him. At 7200 bucks? it's like, give me 15 and, and see what else we can do, buddy. Like, let's rock. So 7200 bucks for Kikuchi, big fan of this one. I'm probably going to be uh, invested in him quite a bit. Okay, a couple more here as we're getting a little dicier here as you get farther down the list. Um, Jeff Hoffman at 7K at home against Cleveland. Remember, Cleveland was the DH. So either Frambo Reyes has to play the outfield, or They lose that bat in the lineup. It's big. Hoffman has gotten hit around a bit this year, but he also has a ton of strikeouts, a ton of strikeout upside. So he he's a GPP play for sure. Uh, Taylor Widener at Washington. That offense is not great. Uh, you got Soto, of course, Bell. There, there's good bats if they get going. It's just very, very hit and miss with them. But Widener at 6,700 bucks, you could use him in a tournament if you feel like it. Right now, I really wouldn't go below Kikuchi. The only guy I'm intrigued by, but watch the weather obviously in Boston it's a guy I usually don't play, if you've listened to this show long enough or in recent years, because I don't like his control. He's very, very all over the place, but his stuff is electric. And so if he can fine-tune it, he's outstanding, and that's Dylan Cease. He's gone four and two-thirds in both starts this year, getting one run and three runs, walked three in both games, but struck out six and struck out three. He's got 16 points and six points. Big differences. The thing is, he's gone over 90 pitches both starts, big fan of that, and he's only 6,300 bucks. This is, again, similar to my argument with Kikuchi. If Cease gives up a little bit, is what it is, he's $6,300. It's just a matter of um, don't lock a lot of guys, be more efficient. These are things that he's had problems with forever. That's the thing with Cease. When he's locked in, he he has the upside to put up 25 to 30 points. We've seen it with Dylan Cease. We've also seen the five-point outings like we've already seen this year. That's what Dylan Cease does. But at $6,300, dollars I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. If you can go like Cease and Kikuchi and know the risks, know the risks. Like Kikuchi, I feel a lot more confident about the floor, but Cease is the floor is low, 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 low. Like babies could probably crawl up on it type stuff. But the upside is tremendous with Dylan Cease. Like his ceiling, it's definitely higher than Hoffman, definitely higher than Widener, higher than Brubaker, could be higher than Dee Sclafani. I'd ar- almost argue higher than, than Eflin. Like Dylan Cease, there were times last year, he was an 809K pitcher. Like he's that good, sixty three hundred at Boston. Yeah, make sure the weather's there. We got that. So, recapping your pitching on this slate, I'm avoiding the big dogs. I'm saving some money for for uh, bats. Might be a bad move if you want to pay for the big guys. Go for it. Not going to not going to fight you off with of that. Not what I'm doing. Steven Mattson, ninety three. Big fan of that against Kansas City. If you want to save some cash or get the weather scares you off. Zach on at eighty six. Like that a lot against St. Louis you got Dee Sclafani against the Marlins. That's a very nice floor play with a little bit of upside. You have the JT Brubaker at Milwaukee. A lot of strikeout upside against that Brew Crew team. An injured, swing and miss, happy Brew Crew team. And then a couple of my favorites, Yusei Kikuchi at $7,200. Huge fan of that. At home against a depleted Houston team. They could get their guys back. They could, which means it just lowers his ownership even more, which means happier me. That's what we're going to roll with on a, on a 14-game slate. So you got that with Kikuchi, you got Widener if you want, you got Hoffman. Those are only if you're doing a lot of tournaments and stuff. I'm probably not really too invested in Hoffman and Widener, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they put together some good games. And last but not least, Dylan Cease at 63. I'm telling you, he could get destroyed. But A, what he gives you for a discount at 6300 bucks on the ceiling, like the, the combination is just pretty, pretty awesome. So I like all of that right there. All right, let's get at it. Let's get into the bats on this 14-game slate catcher's position. Obviously, there's gonna be a ton of plays. I might miss some. Again, the Slack chat's great for this. Guys ask questions like, hey, you didn't miss this guy. What do you think? Oh yeah, my bad. Like, here we go. Like we we break them down in there. It doesn't happen every day, but like if guys have questions, I'm active. If guys don't have questions, I got my day job. I'll go play golf. I'm good with whatever. So if you got questions, hit me up in there. It's a lot easier and it's good just for everyone to see them. And share the information, which is pretty pretty awesome by the little community that's over there. Catcher's position, I don't mind Grandall at 4900 first Pavetta. If you want to pay up or even your Mercedes at 48, one of the White Sox catching options, you can go there uh, in his matchup. Otherwise, it's the usual. Like I kind of just want to save some cash. If you want to go Mitch Garvey if you're stacking Minnesota, I only like Garvey if you're stacking Minnesota. He's 45ers Heaney. I'm always game for a fade Heaney. I'm not like on a 14 game slate, I'm not running to fade Heaney. But if you want to use Minnesota against Heaney, I, I get it. I'm, I'm all aboard that, that option. Um, farther down, though, like Gary Sanchez at 42 is intriguing against Michael Walker. Sanchez, he's the total GPP play. We know that, but he's actually been quite productive this season. He's got four double digit games, a couple homers hitting 265. He's 4,200 bucks. If he's uh, hit by like fifth or sixth in the Yankees order, is not good. Like it's the Yankees are going to be a popular stack. So Sanchez at 42, he does come to a. Come to light in that one, uh, Wilson Ramos at 39. If you're not using Brubaker, Omar Narvaez at 38. like that one a lot. Narvaez is swinging the bat really well. He's cash game viable, GPP viable, a, a one-off viable. Narvaez at 38 is a very solid play for now. He's like, Wilson Ramos is on fire. You just you just keep plugging Ramos in, but Narvaez not too shabby either. Um, cheaper options at the position, Tucker Barnhart, but that's a lefty-lefty. If you want to use Dom Nunez against DeGrom at 36, I won't tell you no because it's Coors, but you really sh- – it wouldn't shock me because it's Coors, but I'm going to avoid that one at 36. If there's 26, I'd be very, very inclined, but not at 36. And then other than that, I'd say see the lineups like Roberto Perez versus Hoffman at 32. You get some savings there. Uh, maybe a Mejia versus King at 3K. Stallings versus Hauser at 28 is probably a really good punt. I doubt Higgy catches – Tonight, if he does, he's 28 versus Waka. So Higgy and Stalling, both at 28, I can get behind those for sure if you're looking to save some cash. And then like Jansen and Kirk for Toronto versus minor. Uh, Kirk's 2,600 and Jansen is 27. You can go there too. So there's about four catchers under 3K you can definitely use if you're looking for some serious savings at the catcher's position. Um, even Kirk, I, I'd call Kirk and Stalling probably cash game viable if you want to save some cash. Uh, first base position, uh, Bray like the White Sox versus Pavetta. I have no problem with. Just make sure the game plays. Uh, Mancini went deep on Thursday. He's fifty-two hundred versus Fulty. Fulty got hit around his first start. Looked like an ace his second start. That's what guys like Fulty do. That's kind of why we talked about certain pitchers: the good, the bad, the floors, the ceilings. Um, I, I'm, I'm inclined to go with the floor for a guy like Fulty more often than not. So Mancini at fifty-two. Um, definitely, if you're stacking Baltimore, not so much cash game. If you're stacking, go for it. Uh, Vladito, he went deep on Thursday. He's forty nine hundred bucks for his minor. Uh, we can definitely attack minor if you're feeling frisky. So Vladito at forty nine, he's in play. Uh, Jared Walsh at forty eight. If you're stacking L.A., Anaheim, Thorpe's making the start, and then you get some bullpen in that one. Um, love Philadelphia, love Philadelphia, West Philadelphia, born and raised. Love it tonight because Carlos Martinez is starting for St. Louis. Like we loved targeting Corbin or uh, Patrick Corbin on Thursday because he's old and broken. Carlos Martinez is the Webster Dictionary version of broken pitcher. Like, give me Reese Hoskins at forty-seven. We're gonna talk some more Phillies in this one, but uh, Reese's pieces big look tonight. Uh, always love playing Shohei Otani. He's playing really well at forty-six, but uh, Reese is at forty-seven, very much in play. Nate Loke, he's hitting. He's only forty-five versus Lopez. Good if you're doing a Texas stack. I don't dislike it at all. Uh, they low 17 points on Thursday. Had a handful, or on Wednesday. Had a, he probably had another double digit game on Thursday. He was swinging it good. So uh, you can get, look at low for sure at 4,500. Don't dislike that. Uh, cheaper options at the position like Matt Olson, if you're stacking Oakland, Jose Urania is not good. So 4,400 bucks. I wouldn't be shocked if we see Olsen uh, find the seats in that one either. A lot of these games is finding your stacks, and if you want a couple one offs here and there, if you're on a slate like this, if you're going with one-offs, make sure they have at least dong upside, if not double dong upside in tournaments. That's what you're looking for. So you make your stacks, and if you're looking at upside plays, like Ronald Acuna is a, is a one-off because you know what he can do. Uh, you don't play like Nick Ahmed as a one-off, that kind of stuff. Nick Ahmed's maybe a part of a stack if you want to. Probably wouldn't do that either, but if you want to, fine, but not so much a one-off. So think about that when you're building your lineups as well. Other first baseman, two targets on this slate. Uh, switch in Carlos Santana, maybe. Miguel Sano in a tournament. He went deep on Thursday. 4K versus Heaney, I like that. We know how uh, Miggy can, can rake. If you're not using Kikuchi, Yuli Gurriel is a good cash game. Play at 3900 bucks. His OVP is through the roof, which is what you're looking for in cash. So you can go there. Uh, Josh Bell at 36 versus Widener. I like that quite a bit. If you're not using Cease, Bobby Dalback in a tournament at 36. Bell more cash and tournament. Dollback more just tournament only. So I like those for discounts. So another discount at first base, Colin Moran at 35. Put up a decent cash game play on Thursday. You can go back to him in cash on Friday against Adrian Hauser. Don't mind that. And then, you know, if you're, if you're not using Di Scalfani, Garrett Cooper at 34. Does have some appeal the way he's swinging the bat right now. Um, you can go that direction if you so choose. Other than that, like, oh, yeah. 3K for my boy, Jose Marmalos or Marmalos. 3K for Jose Marmaleos against Urquidy. That's a GPP value if you're looking for it. Only a GPP, though. And then uh, Rowdy is probably not playing lefty-lefty, but keep an eye on that because he's dirt cheap as well. All right, second base position, Ryan McMahon and Coors at 5,600 against the Grom. I can't stomach that price tag. I'm sorry. He went deep. He took Urias deep on Thursday. But, man, Colorado's expensive, and they're facing the Grom. It might be the lowest you ever see Colorado owned. So if you want to be really contrarian – I get it, but that's a tough one. Make sure you're making a few lineups, that's all i got to say. But uh, saving some cash, Tommy Edmund at 51 is tough to stomach too. Like I love him. If he was like 44, I'd be in. 51's a little steep, but if you're stacking St. Louis, sure. Uh, Whit Merrifield versus Matt's. if you're not using Matt's, he's 54. I like that too, which is expensive Expensive for some of these guys. Marcus Simeon at 48, if you're stacking Toronto. like None of these are really one-offs for me. These are all stack pieces so far when you're talking second base. Uh, cheaper guys though, like Nick Solak went deep again on Thursday, swinging a really hot stick. He's 4,400. Donovan Solano at 43. These are both, uh, nice little plays here. So Solak at 44, though, I like that quite a bit. If you're looking in that direction, uh, going below 4K now, our Jed Lowry's 41, you could definitely go there. Like him and Olsen, both lefties versus Urena, you has have some fun with that. Lowry's price creeping up at 4,100 bucks. I, I don't mind Lowry as a one off because I can see double digit upside, home run upside. I don't know if there's double dong upside, but second base, you don't get that a ton. If you want, like, Jazz Chisholm, who has just taken the world by storm, he's 39 versus Discofani. That's a great price point. That was a phenomenal price point. Jazz Chisholm at 39. If you're not using Disco, like that a lot. Jonathan, India at 38. I just prefer Chisholm for 100 more because of his spot in the lineup. is a good play too, but Chisholm at 39 versus uh, India at 38 I can go with. If you're fading Bueller, or you want to get frisky, Cronenworth's only 37, so that's not too shabby if you're looking to save a little bit of cash. And then other than that, like Adam Frazier versus Hauser at 35, Frazier's swinging it really well. Uh, he's averaging almost nine points per game. He had seven points on Thursday, 7, 19, 11, 7, over his last four, then 2, 14, 10. Very, very productive for 3500 bucks. So he's kind of got a cash game appeal against Hauser. If you're stacking Pittsburgh, Frazier should be in it. Thirty five hundred bucks, nice piece of savings there. In that matchup, Jose or Kitty only at or at Ty France only thirty four hundred versus Kitty Always like France in tournaments. If you if you want to get uh, different, especially at thirty four hundred bucks, that's a good cheaper. See, Ty France has doubled long upside. Like we we've seen it with Ty France. He's thirty four hundred bucks, so that's the kind of guy you can look for. Third base position again, McMahon's fifty six. That's steep, folks. Like Rafael Devers. If you're not using C's, Devers is fifty four. I'd rather go there than McMahon at fifty six personally. But in reality, I'd rather go to Justin Turner at 52. He took Gomber deep on Thursday, 5,200 bucks. He had 21 points on uh, Wednesday, 0, 14, 20. He is swinging it hot, hitting close to 400 right now with four homers on the year. Turner at 5,200 bucks. That's a phenomenal play at that price point against Weathers. And then San Diego bullpen is no joke, but that's that's a good, good price point there for Turner. Uh, Kyle Seeger versus Kitty at 5K. Don't hate that. Jose Ramirez, though, like if you're not using Turner, which is fine, I really like Jose. Like I might like Ramirez more actually, ballpark and, and matchup considered, because he gets great American small park against Hoffman and in that Reds bullpen it has been a mess. Um, Ramirez went deep on Thursday for 21 DK points. Then he kind of missed a few games and he had to come some home runs. He's been very very up and down, but 4,900 bucks for Ramirez in that ballpark on a slate like this that that's a very intriguing price point. So I like that with Ramirez at 4,900. Uh, Longoria versus a lefty at 47. If you're stacking the Giants, don't forget that for sure. He's been mashing this year, especially lefties. Moncada, 46 versus for Pavetta. So I, I like this kind of like um, mid to upper 4K range if you want to save some money. You can definitely find some good options here. Uh, if you're stacking Oakland, you could switch it up with a righty and Chapman. I don't hate it to be a little different. You can definitely look there. See if Donaldson's the lineup for Minnesota. He's only 42 versus Heaney. That could be a nice value. Uh, Culberson, I wrote him up in the DK article this uh, on Thursday. He went deep again, so he's gone deep in two of his last three. He's putting up some points fantasy-wise. I don't know if he'll play with the righty starting, but if he does, he's 41-hundo against Lopez, so that could be a play for you. Uh, A few others, Alec Baum's only 39 versus Martinez. That's an outstanding, outstanding play. that's like cash game viable type stuff. Josh Harrison, second base, third base at 39. I keep playing him. He went deep again on Thursday. He's hitting fifth in that Washington lineup. Uh, Just been very, very productive since he came back from COVID-IL. It's three straight double-digit games. Um, been very, very, very good. I think he's got multi-hit games in three straight as well. So Harrison at 39 is another value at second base and third base. If you're looking to build there, Hammer Cundellaro at 38 uh, is a, de- a decent discount. In his matchup, Philip Evans, only 3,600 versus Hauser. He's third base outfit eligible. Good price point there for Philip Evans. You could take advantage there. Um, Hunter Dozier, hundo, Had a nice game on Thursday. Double, drove in some runs. Maybe he's going to start heating up. He's only thirty-five. So that's a decent discount for Steven Matz if you're fading Matz. Uh, definitely give that one some consideration. Rubenid O'Dor in Yankee Stadium with the short rights porch. Second base, third base eligible. Micah Waka Waka Waka. 2,900. 2,900 for Rubenid O'Dor. That's a nice value. Nice value, second base, third base for Rugnet Odor. So Keep an eye on those ones. Shortstop position. You got Trey Trey Turner. Corey Seager, not bad, sure, sure. Um, you got Francisco Lindor and Coors versus Chichi Gonzalez at 54. I can see that as a good option. Tim Anderson at 53 versus Pavetta. As usual, shortstop is top-heavy, so keep that in mind. Tatis should be back. I'm going to wait and see there because I don't trust that at all, the way his shoulder healed, quote-unquote, so fast. But Lindor and Anderson, Bogarts at 52. You can go there. If you want to be different than a guy that won't get paid for, Eugenio Suarez up to 51 hundo against Allen. I think that's a sneaky, nice play. Sneaky nice in a tournament at 5,100 for Suarez if he can afford him, because he's got that massive double-dong upside in Great American Small Park, starting things off for some lefty. I think it's quite appealing in his matchup. Boba I'll keep rolling out there at 5k. That boy can't just flat out hit, so I like that quite a bit at 5,000. Uh, saving some cash. Didi Gregorius, only 44 versus Carlos Martinez. Philadelphia, they're not that expensive either. Like They're not cheap, but they're not that expensive compared to some other options, so don't hate that at 44 Glaber Torres at 43 if you're stacking Yankees. Glaber's always forgotten about, and he's cheap compared to a lot of the rest. So keep that in mind. Uh, sub 4K now, uh, Willie Adamas at 37. He's swinging it pretty well over the last few days. You can go that direction. Eric Gonzalez, he's 36, hit an RBI double on Thursday. If you're looking for some more savings, Miguel Rojas at 35 for Miami versus Disco if you're going that route. But one I do like, if you're if you're not using Brubaker, a little bit of cash viability here as well. 3, Hundo for Luis Urias. Um, they traded Orlando Arcia, so now he started playing every day. He's hit safely in um, in uh, two straight games, but he seems like he's been hitting better than that. He's got eight points, twenty-two points, thirteen points, nine points, six points in his last five. So six or more points in five straight games, nine or, or eight or more in four straight. At thirty-three hundred bucks, that's not too shabby against um, against Brewbaker and that Pittsburgh bullpen, if you're looking for a cheaper shortstop, even cash game upside. like In reality, for cash, at shortstop, I usually pay up a little more. For Most definitely pay up some more. But if you need to save Luis Urias at thirty three Hundo, I don't hate that uh, when, you, when you're really breaking things down. And then Ramon Urias at Baltimore at 28, if you're stacking, I wouldn't use him as a one-off. But if you're stacking, you can go there for sure. All right, let's head to the outfield, which you'll have way too many players. Way too many players in the outfield. Um, I might just start naming guys off. Check him off if you'd like. J.D. Martinez, yes. Juan Soto, yes. Mike Trout, yes. Uh, you could go to bets, but I'd prefer the top three. It's funny, Byron Bucks is the fourth most expensive guy. He's day-to-day, hasn't played in three games, so keep an eye on that. But, like, Nick Castellanos at 55, that's an outstanding play. Probably will get overlooked in this price range. He's swinging it well against the lefty Allen. Don't mind that one iota. You got Cruz versus the lefty at 54. I prefer Castellanos actually tonight than Cruz, but something to keep in mind uh, Bryce Harper at 52 versus Carmart that's uh, pretty solid as well going below 5k And Dom Smith up to five. isn't coors that's right that makes sense Dom Smith and Coors at 5k versus ChiChi and the Mets they priced them up they didn't mess around on this one that's good to see at least uh, you got a Rose Reina at 48 versus King that's not a bad value going into the Yankee Stadium in that situation uh, dun, dun, dun. a few other ones here Schwarber's 46 if you're stacking Washington I don't hate it we mentioned Shohei earlier at 46. Um, Grisham's been crushing him, but he's 45 versus Bueller. So I wonder if Bueller can calm him down or if you want to go tournament and see if he stays hot. Grisham's been just straight raking. Uh, Meadows is down to 4,400 versus King. That's a good price point uh, for sure. Joey Gallo, at only 44 versus Lopez. Very good price point as well. Get on board with that. A few others here Eddie Rosario in Great American Small Park against Hoppin at 43 is an outstanding price point. Like, that's Cleveland-Cincinnati game. That is very intriguing with those two pitchers on the mound. And I like I like Allen quite a bit, but he's also very hittable. And who knows how long he's in for the game. And with no DH, he'll have to pinch it for him eventually. Lots of questions there. So um, between Cleveland and Cincinnati on a slate this size, that's some good low ownership you can play with in that, in that ballpark. So keep an eye on those ones kind of as a sneakier side of things. Uh, Mark is only 42. Conforto's only 42 and Coors. So I don't mind that one second in Coors versus Chi-Chi for Conforto at 42. That's a mispricing. Cedric Mullins at 42 is not bad either. Brandon Nimmo at only 41 in Coors is a massive mispricing. Nimmo is an OBP god right now, a double-digit scoring machine. So you get Nimmo at 41 in Coors. That's a cash game lock. Uh might just be a lock everywhere. That's a one-off, folks. Um, Conforto is struggling a bunch, but 42 is still very cheap for Coors, so keep that in mind. As well, When we get to the bottom of the 4K range and drop in, Alex Verdugo at only 4K. If you're not playing Cease, that's a great price point. Cash game upside in that one. Definitely a part of a, a Boston stack with Verdugo if you're not using Cease. uh Santander at 4K is also a nice price point. Uh, loriano has been swinging it well. You got Gritchik versus Minor at 38. Don't hate it. Uh, keep sliding down. If you're not using Brubaker, um, Avisil Garcia is 37. Akil Badu is only 37, so he's definitely still in play versus Montas. Don't hate that at all. Mentioned Philip Evans earlier, his third base outfield for Pittsburgh. He's 36. He's really been swinging it well. Aaron Hicks, probably hitting third for the Yankees, only 3,600 versus Waka. That's a cash game play, folks, and definitely a part of uh, stacks in, in their situation. So 3,600 for Hicks, uh, get on board there. Nick Sinzel at 34 is a nice price point versus Allen, very cheap compared to some of the other Reds with Casty and and um, Suarez and some of the others we talked about. Good price point there for Sinzel. Uh, JBJ is 34 versus Brubaker. If you're stacking against Brubaker, sure, but not sure I'm running to that. Uh, a few more as we drop to the bottom of the 3K range here. Uh, Jorge Soler in a tournament maybe at 33. Don't hate that. Dylan Carlson at 32 versus Eflin. That's got some good appeal for the price point and the upside with Carlson. I don't hate that at 32. Uh, a few others. Mitch Hanniger's on fire. He's 3200 bucks. That's a good GPP play, for the, especially for the price point. A really good look there. Manny Margot only 3,100 versus King. Margot had a double-digit night on um, Thursday, so I don't mind 3,100 for that, that matchup. is really good for Margot. I like that quite a bit. Uh, DJ Stewart's 31 versus Fulty, Definitely a tournament play with DJ Stewart hitting second for Baltimore against Fulty. Lefties can crush faulty so 3,100 for Stewart. Lots of value as usual in the outfield, so keep that in mind. Again, if I miss anybody, hit me up in the chat or something. We'll talk him over. So there's a bunch of guys here. So I'm like, I'm just kind of looking at him, kind of going, yeah, maybe, no, yeah, maybe. I could see the arguments. Okay, if you're stacking, sure. Like Tommy Fam is 27. He's been garbage, but 27. There's a little bit of appeal there. But our boy, still not, still not enough. Adolis Garcia. He went deep on Thursday. He's up 700. He's 2700. Probably hitting cleanup clean up against Lopez. Plug and play, cash game tournaments. Uh, Adolis Garcia at 27. Keep running that train, folks. Like that one quite a bit, but I'll wrap it up there. Check me, check it out. Ask me some questions later if you got some more. But we'll recap the pitching for this 14 game slate. Steven Matt's at 93, f one eighty six, 86, Disco 81, Brubaker 75. Love me some Kikuchi at 72. You got Hoffman and Widener and then Cease at 63. I think I'm going to be kind of, I like Matt's a lot, but I think the idea of Eflin, Kikuchi, Cease for now. We'll kind of wait and see what lineups look like, do some more uh, stuff along those lines as, as we get uh, closer to lock on Friday. Uh, if you're looking to stack it up, there's a lot of them. you got Oakland versus Urena very much in play. The Mets versus Chi-Chi and Coors, no doubt. Um, Dodgers versus Weathers and the San Diego bullpens, interesting. Giants versus the lefty Castano. White Sox versus Pavetta. Toronto versus Minor. Baltimore versus Fulte. Yankees versus Waka. Cincinnati versus Allen. you got Cleveland versus Hoffman in that one. There's a few other ones we mentioned uh, Philadelphia versus Carmart. That is an outstanding one. So, just the ones I have here, and more might pop up again Philly versus Carmart, Cleveland versus Hoffman, Yankees versus Waka, Baltimore versus Fulty. I think those are my top ones right now. If you're not using Coors Field, like the Mets versus versus, versus Chi is outstanding too. But if you're not using Coors Field, those would be the four I'd be looking at for now. But we've gone longest all year because why? 14 stinking games, and I love it. Absolutely love it. So hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. Any questions you got, join us in the Fantasy Degen Slack chat. Fantasy FantasyDegens Slack chat. Just need your email, get you in there. Tons of fun. It's more than just baseball. There's all kinds of chat rooms, whatever you need. We got you. Um, if you have any questions, like I said, hit me up. If you give a rate and review on the podcast, I'd much appreciate it. MLB DFS Quick Kits on iTunes. Also, listen to Bench with Bubba if you're in a season-long fantasy baseball. Lots of good stuff over there. If you'd like to watch the video, go to the Rotor Baller YouTube channel, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff for you. But until next time, everybody, good luck on this Friday. Have a great weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 16th edition. I'm out.